The Welcome Back to Leeds podcast, brought to you by Leeds Bid. This is the Welcome Back to Leeds podcast. My name is Larry Budd, and I've been documenting the reopening of our city after the lockdown. So far, we've featured bars, restaurants, shopping centres, brewers, coffee shops, and hair salons. Today, you join me in the sunshine, sitting on a nice patch of grass outside the dry dock. This is a big old blue boat in the middle of Leeds, a landlocked city, we're aware. And this is one of the most famous student pubs that you will find. It's actually, from my memory, the end of the Otley Run, the famous pub crawl into Leeds. Maybe we should do an episode on the Otley Run. I'd be into that. Anyway, the dry dock, the reason I'm here is that it sits just opposite the city centre campus, the glass-fronted building of Leeds Beckett University, which is at the top end of town, a mere few yards from the University of Leeds campus, which is yet another example of how snug Leeds is as a city. So I'm walking in fairly famous sporting footsteps here, that's for sure. Ali Brownlee, Lucy Bronze and Sam Queck all studied here at Leeds Beckett at one time or another. Famous artists and actors too. Half of the band Rudimental studied here. Alexander Skarsgård from Big Little Lies. That's a great show, isn't it? And two of the Kaiser Chiefs studied here as well. And this is a special edition of the podcast as I bring you my chat with Leeds Beckett Vice-Chancellor Tracy Lancaster. We cover loads of ground about how this year is different to any other in terms of new students coming to Leeds. This week, of course, hundreds of thousands of 18-year-olds will get their A-level results, results which are based on predictions because the exams themselves couldn't take place. Now, those predictions have been worked on by the exam boards who have then calculated the grades that students will receive. And students coming here is such a massive part of the economy and the vibrancy of Leeds. More than 70,000 are studying in this city in any given year. So without further preamble, here's Tracy Lancaster. Tracy, we should acknowledge that we're not in the same room uh, recording this. You're, <laughs> you're working from home along with many other university staff, I presume. Yeah, since the beginning of March, since lockdown, um, uh, the university has been operating online. And for the forthcoming year, I suspect that quite a lot of the administrative functions um, will continue to operate online so that we can free up as much as the campus as possible for socially distanced teaching. Yeah. And in terms of administration, I mean, of course, this is this would be a huge week for that, you know, A-level results week, clearing at the end of the week. How different does it look this year? Um, I think from a student perspective, clearing is going to be pretty much as it's always been. Of course, I understand that it, it's it's difficult for people that are, are looking at um, calculated grades this year rather than having to, having to go through the exams process. But actually, in terms of how clearing will work, it's going to still be pretty much the same for students. So understanding, of course, that there's going to be quite a lot of competition, I think, between institutions. Actually, that's going to be quite positive for students who, if they've got a clear set of ideas in terms of what they want to study, where they want to live and how they want to study, will be able to to make their choices during clearing week. Yeah, and I guess you will have had to think about how to speak to those students who may have been, you know, up to a few months ago, expecting certain grades in their A-level results, and now perhaps they're working off um, predicted grades, depending on the exact sort of courses they were doing for A-level. And that's a different experience at, at your end. If you had to think much about how you decide which students have made the grade, so to speak? 
So for universities, calculated grades aren't going to cause us any concern because, of course, we will have made in a, in a, in a usual year, we would have made offers on the basis of predicted grades. So we would have looked at a student's prior performance in their GCSEs, um, in their studies up to the point at which they applied. So taking on board the, the advice of their, of their teachers and so on. And so calculated grades is just is, is kind of that on steroids, really. So yeah. understanding that the sort of the, the previous performance of that student. So I think that, that we have confidence in that system and are making sure that over both the recruitment period and the clearing period, what we're providing to the students, to applicants, is a really clear view of what their teaching experience is going to be like next year. We've also been providing a huge amount of information to help pupils transition as well. So, of course, lots of people won't have been in formal education for six months before they actually come to university. So we've been providing a lot of information, ebooks, um, online events, Q&A sessions, and a lot of that's also going to be available through clearing, just so that people can help to, to transition between their college experience, their school experience, and what university is going to be like. Yeah, and of course, this has been such an unusual year for every sector, everybody has, has, has yeah. experienced something that nobody in living memory has, has experienced. So it is different. And, and there is no way really of a student from, you know, the, the 2019 intake being able to give advice to a student from the 2020 intake even. So how are you sort of reassuring those young people that coming to Leeds, coming to the city, it might be a bit of an unusual experience, but it's still going to be a safe one and and a very enjoyable experience for new students too. I think there are three things there. First of all, we've been um, working really hard. We're still working really hard to adapt campus so that it's COVID secure. So going into the libraries, um, accessing sports facilities, all of that is is done in a way that is is COVID secure. Secondly, we've been investing. So more IT so that students can study at home, more eBooks, more online learning tools, making sure that we're adapting um, uh, that sort of all of the learning facilities that are available for students and then being really clear about how people are going to be taught. So for practical sessions, making sure that we can still deliver those on campus, um, online lectures, online seminars, and then small group teaching as well for students. But I think we, we also need to take the opportunity to learn from this extraordinary year as well. Because what we have found is that when students are accessing things like um, student support, so that sort of the, the, the sort of either mental health services or other forms of learning support, actually they've, they've turned up more often for online appointments than they would have done face to face. So there's something about the way in which um, online services can actually reach the parts, if you like, that, that, that other sort of delivery can't that we need to be looking at to, to make part of a university experience for the future. So yeah. you could argue that this year's students are actually going to be the vanguard. They're going to be the pioneers for many new ways of, of experiencing university in the future. Yeah, what an interesting future of, of mixed learning it could be, I exactly. suppose. Yeah. And exactly. In terms of, you know, Leeds as a city, obviously, it, it has, what, something like 70,000 students yeah. when it's within term time. They are quite often the life and soul of the party, quite literally as well in, in, in some yeah. ways. And, uh, you know, the, the city needs the, the students and the students really need the city. And they need to feel that they're coming back to a city that is, that is vibrant again. And 
And of course, it's going, it, it is going to be very different, isn't it? But what kind of discussions are you as a university having with the students about them being able to come and enjoy their university life while they're learning in whatever format that is, they, they can still enjoy themselves on a, on a personal level? Um, Leeds is a just a fantastic city and, and I think we maybe sort of don't appreciate it for, for everything that it offers to these young people, not just in terms of the, the learning experience and the fact that we've got such a prominent student community who do mix together, who, you know, they don't stay in their, their university groups, there is crossover there, but they um, are an essential part of our economy. I was talking to colleagues at the shopping centres, for example, in the last couple of weeks, and the fact that we were anticipating the majority of our students coming back into Leeds at least once a week for some on-campus activity is really important to our retailers, to the hospitality industry that's really struggled yeah, over yeah. the summer. And we'll play our part in, in advising our students about how they can continue to contribute to that, that part of our economy in a responsible way. What about those students who they're looking at what's going on and they're, there's obviously there's a range of experiences, isn't there? There's a range of anxieties. Um, some students just want to, they want to get cracking, they want to get on with it. And some are a bit nervous about maybe coming into a bit, you know, big city if they're not from a big city now. And, and some are just, they, they've, they've almost given up on the idea. They want to sort of defer a year. Has that been an interesting experience for you to sort of manage that and what happens with those students who, who don't want to come back for example? Obviously over the course of the last few months we've been offering frequently asked questions on, on the website so that's been given us a really good um, temperature test if you like of, of the things that are top of mind for applicants over the course of the last five months and what's been interesting is that we've started to see a shift away from will it be worth me going to university towards questions like, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be like when I get there? Which just shows a, a shift in mindset, I think. Yeah. Because what we found, what the HE sector found when we went through the last economic downturn was that we had an increase in people going to university. The jobs market wasn't offering them quite what they were anticipating um, and therefore actually going and investing in themselves, improving their own sort of CV, if you like, for the future was actually a really good way to spend that time. And interestingly, that's been reflected in the fact that our courses in events, tourism and hospitality, we've seen more applications for those over the course of the last few months. Yeah, and they're very encouraging signs, I imagine, for you as, yeah. a, as, as a university. And, and what, you know, these will be difficult times financially for so many people, but not least of which the higher education sector. There must be, there must have been so much worry about that. And um, it's an expensive business, isn't it, in many ways, giving people good quality education. So what have those discussions been about the sort of medium to long term future of, of higher education, particularly in Leeds? I think what we've learned over the last few months is making long term predictions is, is a really, really unsafe thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, uh, kudos to the question. But um, in terms of the university, we've been looking at how we manage the business cautiously over the course of the next year so that we are flexible enough to be able to um, take whatever happens in terms of recruitment in the autumn. I mean, the way that things are shaping up at the moment, um, I think we'll do relatively well in terms of, of UK recruitment. But like many, many other institutions, I think our international recruitment is, is going to be affected. We can see that people want to come um, without question. They want to come. What we don't know is whether they're actually going to be able to get on a flight you know, whether the flights are going to be there. Yeah, We're set up for yeah. quarantine and, and all of that sort of thing. But 
it's going to be a question about whether people can actually get here. So offering that blended learning where you can access learning online as well as face to face is really helpful for being able to maintain that relationship with those international students who may not be able to get here for the start of term, but may be able to come later. For students who may be local, so they may be on campus one week, but then find themselves uh, in a local lockdown, but they can still access all of their learning material. And as I say, we've just learned very, very quickly, like many, many other organisations, how to flex your business model really quickly to make sure that you can provide a continuity of service. Okay, well, Tracy, it's been really interesting to talk to you and thank you for chatting. Um, We're obviously, we have loads of information on coming back to the city safely. Uh, Welcome to leeds.co.uk. And I imagine Leeds Beckett has plenty of information on your website too. We do, including events like Let's Do This Together, where where you can talk to students and tutors um, and staff as well. Make sure that you're ready both for clearing and for coming back to fabulous leads to university. Fantastic. And I'm sure you will want to wish students everywhere best of luck with their A-level results this week. Absolutely. We've all got everything crossed. That was Tracy Lancaster from Leeds Beckett University. Hopefully you found that conversation interesting. And if you're getting your results this week, hopefully you found the conversation reassuring too, if you're one of many thousands planning to spend the next few years in our wonderful city. Do share the podcast if you can on your own social media channels. And don't forget all the information you need to safely come into Leeds City Centre is on the Welcome Back to Leeds portal. That's at welcometoleeds.co.uk. You can also find Welcome to Leeds on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And if you're returning to the city, you can post using the hashtag Back to Leeds. Welcome Back to Leeds, a brief guide to help you safely visit Leeds City Centre. Welcome to Leeds.co.uk.